the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. You're in the loop. Every week we talk with the people who make San Antonio a better place to live. Thanks for joining us in the loop. Here's your host, Milton Glick. And welcome to In the Loop. I'm Milton Glick, and that's exactly what we do. We get you caught up with the people, the organizations that are making uh, San Antonio and South Texas and, and for a variety of different people a better place to live. Now, with Veterans Day coming up, I asked some friends uh, if, uh, you know, if there was an organization who had been involved in the military, if there was an organization that I should talk to. And, uh, Corey, i got to tell you that uh, quite a few, a couple of them, just talked about you got to interview the folks over at Warrior's Heart. People have to know all the good stuff they're doing uh, out there. So this is exciting. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited. Well, our guest today, I haven't introduced him yet, is a, with Warrior's Heart. He's a clinical manager. He's a Marine Corps veteran, Corey Weber, and we're going to talk to him about the organization, and we're going to make sure as frequently as possible, you'll understand why when you know what they do, we're going to give out uh, contact information for them uh, as well. So, Corey, tell me a little bit about what, what is Warrior's Heart, for those who don't know. Give us, give us the, the basics. What's the mission? Yeah, so the mission is to heal warriors that are uh, maybe struggling in life with uh, trauma. Um, for a lot of our warriors, they come to us with PTSD uh, addictions. We're a substance use center, but we're very unique in that we treat uh, both substance use and we also treat uh, PTSD and other mental health symptoms that may surround, you know, their service. And um, how, how old is the organization? When did it start? Yeah, so the organization started in uh, 2016, so it's uh, about six, seven years old. Yeah. And, uh, you know, well past the um, infancy stage, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and what, was the, the, what was the impetus behind starting it? Was it just someone's dream? Was it a, a group that said, we got to get together and do something? What happened? Yeah, uh, it, it started with uh, Josh Lynn and Lisa Lynn and, and then the co-founders, um, Tops. Tom Spooner and Josh and Lisa were involved in the treatment industry for um, quite some time. And uh, through the own recovery process of the, the founder uh, and his uh, wife, Lisa, as a um, law enforcement officer, and then Tom Spooner with a long history of working um, or serving in the Army and retiring from the Army um, and having his own history as well, of recovery, it just kind of came to fruition. And uh, what a great benefit. I know I've spent most of my career uh, in this field for about 26 years and uh, doing what I do um, as a substance counselor and a therapist, and I've never really experienced in all those years something as uh, meaningful as Warriors are. And uh, actually, we're going to take that opportunity, uh, Corey, if you will. Tell me if I get the number right. If this, there is, as we talk about this, there's a 24-7 hotline number that people can call 
Um, and, and you can kind of tell me who needs to call this number. Um, but it's 855-960-5405. Uh, 855-960-5405. We'll give it out quite often because I know that people listen and, and something may uh, may kind of touch their heart or uh, just maybe they didn't hear it to begin with. So we'll give it out. But what what is that hotline for? Yeah, that hotline is for our Warriors class. And, you know, part of that is veterans, but our Warriors class that we consider are firefighters. Mm-hmm. Um, that's EM, EMT, that's first responders, that's veterans, and that's also active duty. So that's kind of the population that we serve. And our crisis line is open at any given time if that um, individual needs some care, either for trauma work or substance work, um, um, you know, addictions. So um, our website is also uh, www.warriorsheart.com, so they can reach out and get some information and some research on Warriors Out as well. And, you know, um, you were when you were talking about it, you mentioned it just a moment ago, uh, first responders, EMT, uh, firefighters, police officers, um, those people um, too. Is, is Warriors Heart unique in, their, in reaching out to those organizations as well? And those individuals? Absolutely. Okay. You know, and I, I don't know that I can put a specific percentage, but I would say about 60%, 70% of the folks that we do serve are um, either veterans or active duty, and then the other percentage is kind of a, um, you know, firefighters, law enforcement kind of sprinkled in there. And I, I think um, we reach out to um, – I've had law enforcement officers from Canada, and we've had them from New York and Boston. And um, so we've had them from Texas, across the, across the nation, and I, we serve warriors. Um, yeah, I receive a few clients myself from a kind of a smaller, um, specialized um, caseload as a manager. And uh, I personally have had clients um, from all over the country and different countries, actually. I've heard people give the statistic as it relates to to police officers uh, and PTSD uh, and and talking about it and comparing it uh, to to what folks undergo in the military uh, in combat. Um, And I guess I I can ask you, because you're going through it, is there a difference? Um, Because it it, it surprised me, and when I tell people it surprises them. Is there a difference in, in what they go through? I mean, it may be kind of the same, but maybe the triggers are different. I think it is. I think it's, okay. it's different in a sense for a law enforcement officer that's on the beat and, and kind of working day to day. And I think for like a, a traumas, especially that are related to maybe a deployment or related to war or combat, um, usually as a veteran, you know, I may be overseas for uh, six months on a deployment. And then um, when I'm finished with that, I have kind of some downtime, so to speak, to um you know, just decompress, so to speak. And it doesn't take away from the trauma that's experienced, but for law enforcement, um, they may experience a, a trauma, and then the next day they're, they're back on shift, and the next day they're on back shift. But I think there's this constant, you know, for law enforcement, and that's what I've seen uh, in, the, in the law enforcement. There's not necessarily uh, a break to, um, you know, decompress or, or it's, it's tough. It really is. And I think the other thing that you see for law enforcement, some of the stressors are going through, is just 
the um, number numbers in their force. You know, some of the forces out there are 65 or 70 percent strong, and that's tough. That means that people are working, you know, long shifts, and um, they're they're you know serving our and protecting our cities and you know protecting our counties and protecting our state. So um, it's a lot of work. There is. Um, let's talk a little bit about you. Uh, talk about your military background and how it helps you do do what you're doing at uh, Warrior's Heart. Yeah, so um, I went in the Marine Corps in, in 1986, and as any Marine typically goes in, you're a rifleman first, and I spent some time, you know, as uh, working with an anti-terrorism group in the Marine Corps, and then I left the Marine Corps in the mid-'90s. And um, so I was stationed, I was involved in Desert Storm, Desert Shield during that era uh, that fueled some of the conflict that went on in the Middle East. So I was uh, involved in all of that. And, you know, for me, um, getting out of the military, I didn't really realize it. Is back then they, they called it like combat fatigue is what they called it. And it really wasn't a medical term. It was just some symptoms that, that folks had. And I didn't really know I had um, PTSD myself. but. Um, I went through a period of time when I left the Marine Corps shortly before I came in the field and became very interested in, in serving others by helping myself as well. Um, that um, it, it was a, it was truly was a journey, and I think. Uh, but I think the experiences. I think one of the things that I learned was, you know, you did things mentally, uh, emotionally. Um, you persevered. You did things that you you just didn't think that you could do prior to going in the military. So I think, you know, leaning on that has kind of helped the healing process as well. And huh. I think for, for warriors and having a passion, they can heal in the same sense. That's encouraging. Um, talk about, if you will, let me give the, the phone number again for the hotline. It's 855-960-5405, 855-960-5405, and it's a Warrior's Heart dot com uh, for the website as we talk about it uh, throughout the uh, throughout the show. Our guest today is uh, a clinical manager with uh, Warrior's Heart. Uh, he is Marine uh, veteran uh, Corey Weber, and we're talking to him about the program. Talk talk to about the the, the program has a unique approach. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about how Warrior's Heart kind of helps and its its unique peer to peer approach. I will. Um, so Warriors Heart is a, it's a, a 40 day, 42-day program, and it is a residential program. It's highly structured, um, and it's kind of very unique in that, that most of the folks that are, all of the folks that are here in the Warriors class, and they, um, we call it kind of warrior healing warriors. So it's, the uniqueness is when someone comes in, um, they already have a common ground. So they know that, um, I think if you meet somebody, let's say, on the street, it takes a little while to, you know, build rapport or get to know that individual, but they already have a common ground uh, amongst each other. And I think I had a um, client recently, and one of his um, discussion was I'm, I'm, he was an active duty Marine. He was uh, coming from um, Camp Lejeune uh, area, and in his journey, he said, I feel so comfortable that now I can just kind of set my profession down and I can talk about some of the things that are that are kind of underlying that have been bothering me for quite some years when 
uh, in the Marine Corps, I, it's been mission first and it's been mission driven and it's always forward looking. I haven't had an opportunity to sit back and look at my life for 42 days. So the program structured where they wake up in the morning. Um, that first, you know, early morning is to kind of wake the body up. So their first group in the morning for one hour is it could be a meditation, it could be yoga, but, or it could be exercise, but it's something to kind of wake the body up, um, you know, ground themselves is what term that we use is ground their feelings and their thoughts. And um, then we have a typically a trauma group that is at 10 o'clock a.m. to 12. And during that trauma group, they're going to learn about, um, you know, their traumas, their emotional state, how to cope with um, symptoms of mental health, how to cope with symptoms of um, high-risk situations for substance use or, or addictions. And then in the afternoon, the healing happens amongst each other as peers in electives. So they can choose a metal shop where they can make, like, Native American, um, you know, art, or they can uh, make uh, flags, wooden flags. And so they work in a wood shop or a metal shop where they go to the canine department where they, they're going to work with um, a training program where they can leave it with a, a fully certified um, service canine. Um, they have a culinary art course. They have um, an equine where they have um, some work with um, some horses that come out. And um, so they have all these programs between art and shop and, um, you know, electives is what they call them, so they can bond amongst each other as well and kind of get back to that lost sense of camaraderie. What we find out with our veterans is that when they leave this mission or this vision and they get back to uh, civilian life, it's hard to get back to... Um, something of a purpose in life, so to speak. So we see through not only their treatment in their groups and the electives and then the evening services that we provide, but the healing that they do amongst each other. One of the things that we say is welcome home when they come here. Oh. And welcome home is absolutely, it's, it's, we tell them it's two words. It has huge meaning, um, you know, and here's kind of the why behind it is, Many of the warriors that we serve are they're physically home, but they're not mentally or spiritually back. They get stuck in the past. They're tied to events or, you know, painful experiences and feel disconnected from, like, family, community, and even themselves. So we know that this, you know, spiritual reconnection, this mind, body, and spirit part is that simple words of welcome home means that, that they can come home to that spiritual. They can get to know themselves. They can feel reconnected. And I think that's what makes the healing here at Warriors Heart so unique um, to this class. And, um, you know, it provides such a healing experience. Uh, the number again for Warriors Heart, by the way, uh, it's a 24-7 hotline, 855-960-5405. And I'll, uh, in a few minutes, uh, Corey, I'm going to give you the opportunity. Uh, you know, we're broadcasting, so... And I know you know this probably better than than most, but there are people listening that that may you know need the services that Warriors Heart provides. So in a little while, we're going to let you talk to them because my my guess is well, I'll just ask you this one too: when when someone calls that number, when they start the program, what are their expectations, or or where are they in life? You kind of you you touched it a little a little bit just now. But I'm curious if, I guess, if their expectations 
uh, are different than how things eventually turn out. Yeah, absolutely. And we truly mean it, that, that welcome home part of it. What I would say to people out there that are, you know, one of the things is, um, you know, when you're in the business of service work, you service others. And you, you have a hard time maybe stopping and kind of serving yourself. And, and that's a huge part of it. So um, I think uh, a lot of, you know, uh, veterans, when, they, when that mission is kind of lost, they, they turn inward, so to speak, instead of outward for help. And I think that's the biggest, you know, part of it is there, we have a phone, and you've mentioned it several times. Sometimes that phone feels like, you know, it weighs two or 300 pounds for a veteran that's <laughs> really isolating, and they just feel like they can't pick up that phone. And, um, but pick up the phone is what I say and know that you're not alone and not, not on an island and that, uh, we got you. You know, we, we talk about that a lot. Yeah. The I, warriors are. I, I know the answer. I think I know the answer to this question, but do you have, but again, kind of speaking to those where that phone looks to be two, 300 pounds, just picking it up is, is the challenge. Do you have people that tell you that go through the program that tell you, I, I wish I'd called sooner. I don't know why I didn't. I just, this, this was, this really helped. I wish I'd called sooner. Absolutely. It's, it's a game changer. It's a life changer. Um, and, and we look at the impact beyond that is that, you know, most of our veterans are warriors that we serve. They also have families. So getting here, you know, earlier rather than later has a huge impact on the family and generations to be right. So it's it's a big deal. We we we're we're trying to bring home a million warriors. That sounds like a huge huge undertaking. But the reality is that we believe that if we bring one warrior home and they connect with another warrior and help them out outside of warriors heart, uh, maybe they go to a meeting outside or they go to a group or they someone in a community that they help out. That we're reaching that next warrior and that next warrior. So that million comes pretty quickly actually when you kind of pay it forward, so to speak. How many folks have uh, gone through the program in the six years? You know, I don't know the, the specific numbers, but they keep climbing, you know, every year. And I know um, when we when we start seeing numbers like 350 or 400 for the year, we start, we it, it becomes a reality and it grows every year. So I think that this last year we went over the 300 um you know, in one year. So and I, I think when it started out, it was just, you know, uh, 40 or 50, 60 um, warriors that were served. And now, you know, we're, we're growing that for sure. Uh, the number to call, by the way, again, is 855-960-5405, 855-960-5405. Our guest today is uh, Warriors Heart Clinical Manager, uh, Marine Corps veteran Corey Weber, and we're talking to him about the program. Um, who's eligible for the program? Is uh, cost an issue? Um, how do people who might be concerned about that take care of that? Yeah, so most veterans are tied into the Veterans Administration, so they call through to the Veterans Administration. Um, folks that are retired uh, from the military, of course, they, they are under their own uh, private insurance. Uh, there's also a foundation that's tied to uh, Warriors Heart that can help individuals that are maybe underprivileged veterans, so to speak. Maybe they 
don't have necessarily the, the, the resources, um, but we're going to serve them. I think one of the things that I'm really proud about is just being in the field for so long. I know that um, whether, you know, Warrior Fart gets covered, so to speak, of that, we're going to serve that warrior for 42 days no matter what. And I think that's, that's huge. And I think when you go through the era that I have, you know, where um, hospital care and HMOs and things like that kind of put the restrictions on the ability to care for folks long-term. Every single warrior that I've ever had here has um, been able to go to through a 42-day program no matter what their financial situation is. And, and to me, that's very impressive in this day and age. No, that's wonderful. And that's encouraging, too, because I, I think the more um, obstacles you you clear um, out of the path of recovery, the the better. And so it sounds like um, really the, the only obstacle is picking up the phone. We talked about that earlier. But, yeah, um, talk about where we are now uh, a little bit. we got about six minutes left, and I want to hit a couple more questions. But where are we now with, with suicides as they relate to veterans? Yeah, so it's it's a big deal, right? And it's talked about, um, and it, it's talked about, you know, every year. And um, you know, personally, um, I personally have lost um, some veterans that I've worked with, so it's very personal in that in that aspect. Um, and, and we consider it a big deal. Um, we promote that exactly what we talked about is just getting on that phone. Um, we really promote that if you have anybody that can kind of serve as almost a battle buddy, you know, someone that you can confide in, that you can talk to. Um, you can't really, you know, pinpoint, we can't climb in the, the, the minds of individuals that have, you know, committed suicide and kind of pinpoint what the specific answer is. But I think that we can be there for them. And I think that's a, a huge aspect. But we know our numbers will never be low enough. I can say it that way. They'll never be low enough. Um, you know, we, we want to zero our suicide rate out. I don't know that will ever happen, but that's that's really our goal. And we we made, and I apologize, we haven't touched on this. The facilities are in Bandera, so not very far from San Antonio, and certainly uh, within our broadcast area, uh, so they're not very far at all. Yeah, and, you know, San Antonio is a huge military, yeah. a huge veteran. Um, it really is. Um, we we have many. It's one of the cities that are really high in the, in the um, area of veterans. So, um, yeah, we reach out. Uh, we do have a lot of local. Um, we work with uh, local uh, police departments as well, local fire departments. But, of course, like I said, we are a nationwide program. And do you have a, um, yeah, that's true. Thank you for bringing up the nationwide. Um, I saw on the website, uh, warriorsheart.com, uh, that uh, there's a documentary on uh, Amazon about you guys. Yeah, there sure is. There's a documentary about, you know, um, the healing process that we go through. There's a documentary that's specific with um, our founders and our co-founders uh, and, and kind of how some of this um, came to fruition. So, it's, it's a huge documentary, and, and uh, we're glad to be, you know, under the, the radar to kind of get the word out to the world that, um, you know, there's a need for treatment. You got a, a, a story of, of hope that, that particularly uh, um, tells you that you're doing the right thing? And I know you probably can't give names and stuff, but 
Uh, you mentioned kind of one a little while ago. Is there one you particularly like? You know what? I have so many stories. Okay. Uh, um, worries that, that have, you know, that over the years have come to my care. And I think, um, you know, just um, one, you know, um, called me back um, recently and said, hey, I've got a year. And honestly, I don't know that I was even completely um, truthful in, in treatment, but he said that, you know, um, I was a little bit more suicidal than I actually, you know, came across. But it was just the seed that was planted. And it really, the, the therapy was really um, important, but he said that the care that was given, you know, um, during the process and when we talked about welcoming home and uh, the therapy, and I think something else that was very unique, it says, is that it really took a team of um, folks. And I worked with another uh, dual uh, clinician. She was um, uh, LPC and um, licensed professional counselor. And when a client comes in, they work with both of us. And um, when they work with both of us, I think as a team, uh, they can heal in not just one direction, but several directions. But I think those kind of stories were return to home, um, their communication and their marriages, um, their, you know, fatherhood, let's say, um, they really get more involved and consistent and more aware of um, their, their family life, um, their careers, um, their spiritual lives. And when we really hear that they, they heal, and we hear that quite a quite a bit. Our warriors tend to stay pretty close to us, and they they tend to let us know how they're doing, either well or not well, you know. And some, if they do need to return, um, we we we're just open the doors to them and say, hey, come on back. Very cool. Um, and the one thing I'm getting out of the thing that you said just a moment ago uh, is there is hope. Um, that there absolutely is. Is that accurate? There is, absolutely. I, I really believe that, and I'm glad that you said that, because I really believe that if when somebody um, goes through this process of recovery, if they struggle, they can't infuse some type of form of hope um, in their lives for that day. And that, that's a huge thing. If you can infuse hope, and it can prevent relapse. It can prevent um, suicide. It can prevent, um, you know, kind of a, a backtrack to um, your recovery process. Well, listen, we're going to, you ended it great. We're going to, we've run out of time. Our guest today is with Warrior's Heart. He's a clinical manager. Uh, He's Marine Corps veteran Corey Weber. The number to call is 855-960-5405. Warriorsheart.com is the website. If you didn't get that, I'm Milton Glick. You call me here at the station and I'll get you that number. And uh, I'm going to end it with what, uh, what Corey just said. There is hope. So uh, as we come to your Veterans Day, uh, know that. And uh, if there's someone in your world or you just want more information, 855-960-5405. Corey, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you very much. We'll say goodbye for today. I'm Milton Glick. You join us next week as we keep you in the loop. Thanks for joining us in the loop. We look forward to bringing you next week's show with Milton Glick. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.